In our everyday life, we are constantly bombarded by information, advertisements, and millions of little tidbits that demand our attention. Whether it's the blare of a breaking news report, the telltale ping of a text message on your phone, or a flash from the television, we are always awash in a cacophony of light and sound. Advertisements have stopped being the sole realm of billboards and television commercials, and are now an acknowledged cost of living in a modern society. Pure quiet is a state that rarely happens anymore, as more and more people move into cities, creating higher volumes of traffic and ambient noise outside of their houses. According to the United Nations, the amount of people living in cities worldwide has grown from 751 million people in 1950 to 4.2 billion people in 2018. Additionally, 82% of North Americans lived within an urban area in 2018, with those numbers projecting to increase in the future. Over time, people have grown accustomed to the thrum and drone of the tapestry of sounds that make up their neighborhood. However, there is still a longing among some people to go into the wilderness, unplug from their lives, and just get away from it all. Particularly during the COVID-19 pandemic, many campgrounds throughout North America reported both a significant increase in attendance and a significant increase in first-time users to the sites. For areas that are open to the public, finding an empty space to camp in a campground without reserving months in advance is a rarity indeed. Peace, quiet, and a break from the ever-present modern world seem more and more attractive these days. But for those who want to go a step further, to truly be alone with themselves, there are options they can take. There are rooms specifically built to absorb all sounds, leaving the only thing you hear being yourself. Be warned, though, that for the world's quietest room, nobody has ever been able to stay inside for more than an hour. I'm Braden Thorvaldson, and this is What? Explain. An anechoic chamber is a chamber that is designed to absorb any sound created in the room, reflecting none of the sound waves back. The walls, ceiling, and floors are covered in specifically designed triangular spikes, with a mesh semi-catwalk installed above the floor spikes, so equipment and measuring devices can be installed, and people can walk without stepping on the spikes. While this may make the rooms look like the inside of some sort of foam-based medieval torture device, all of the spikes are designed and installed so that instead of sound bouncing off the walls and then directly back to the source, the sound bounces back and forth off of the spikes at an angle, ricocheting back and forth, losing energy with every bounce, so that when, and if, it is reflected back to the source, it's at a much reduced level. Additionally, the use of specifically designed sound-dampening foam for the spikes contributes to the absorption of the sound. Anything you hear in that chamber is just coming from the origin of the sound, with no reflected sound back. The human ear can hear only sounds above zero decibels, and the average anechoic chamber has an ambient sound level of between 10 to 20 decibels, which is right between the sound of leaves rustling and a gentle whisper. However, this is not always the case. In some chambers, they are so precisely designed and engineered to minimize ambient sound 
that the room registers as negative on the decibel scale. For 11 years, the anechoic chamber at Orfield Laboratories in Minneapolis, Minnesota, held the Guinness World Record for the quietest place on Earth. The room was so silent, it was measured on the decibel scale as negative 9.4 decibels. This was an immense source of pride for founder Stephen Orfield. He had tours created for people to see the laboratories and view the cutting-edge work they did, but the anechoic chamber was by far the main attraction. If you were feeling brave enough, you could even take what the laboratory website called the Orfield Challenge. For $600 an hour, you can spend time in the anechoic chamber in the dark, all by yourself. You can even get an official certificate made to show the amount of time that you spent in that chamber. However, the laboratory website warns you of some of the things you should avoid doing should you plan on taking the challenge, including not exposing yourselves to loud sounds or music up to a week prior to the challenge. They also make sure to mention that there's no refund for any unused time remaining in your hour in the chamber if you should so choose to leave early. A bit ominous, yes? As of 2013, nine years after the Orfield Laboratory opened their anechoic chamber to the public, nobody has completed the Orfield Challenge. In fact, according to Orfield himself, the best anyone had done was about 45 minutes. Now, I know what you may be thinking. An hour of peace and quiet sounds amazing right now. You get to sit down, relax, Maybe take a bit of a break from the kids, and you get to do a -a once-in-a-lifetime tourist experience. What's not the love? Plus, you get a certificate at the end to hang on the wall at home and prove you did it. This seems like the perfect win-win situation. So, why are all these people not able to enjoy this unprecedented peace and quiet? Well... It's precisely because our ears adjust to the quiet that makes it so disconcerting. Initially, all you hear is silence. But as time goes on, you start being able to hear yourself. Your heartbeat pounding, your stomach gurgling, your bones creaking as you adjust your seating, your lungs inflating and deflating as you inhale and exhale, your blood flowing through your body, All of that is essentially all you can hear. Then, after about 30 minutes in the chamber, you start getting thoroughly disoriented, and the chair provided by the laboratory for participants to use stops being an option and starts being a necessity. Orfield stated that this is because how we orient ourselves is through sounds you hear when you walk. In an anechoic chamber, all of those are taken away from you, and when paired with the pitch darkness, You have no sound or light cues left to let you balance or get around. After hearing that sort of description, I suppose really only one question comes to mind. Why? Why would a laboratory build a room so quiet that people literally cannot stand to be in it for more than an hour at a time? What possible reason? Scientific or otherwise, can there be for that? 
Anechoic chambers are built and used by companies for product testing, in particular, to find out how loud their products are and where the sound is coming from within said product. Microsoft, now the current record holder for Quietest Place on Earth, created their anechoic chamber in order to find out where on their products the levels of noise were coming from, so they could be redesigned for the noise level to be reduced. NASA has used a similar principle to train astronauts to deal with the silence and darkness of space. Even recording studios use a partial version of an anechoic chamber to minimize background noise on recording tracks. However, chambers that have a negative decibel rating are a rarity. Silence may be golden, but there can be far too much of a good thing. Despite our complaints about too much noise, we rely on sound for many things in our daily life, such as entertainment, communication, and most importantly, knowing what to take dinner out of the oven before something catches on fire. We've grown so accustomed to a baseline of sound in our lives that when it is removed from the environment, we cannot stand it for long. I suppose one way to phrase it is that if you're alone in a room with no sound, to adjust a phrase from Franklin D. Roosevelt, the only thing you have to hear is to hear yourself. I'm Braden Thorvaldson, and I'll talk to you again in a couple weeks with another fact that will make you say, what? Explain. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. We're now available on pretty much every major podcast directory, so if you like what you've heard so far, give the show a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. It helps a new show like this one immensely, so thank you in advance. If you have friends, family, or even acquaintances that you think might like the show, let them know about it. Word of mouth is also very important in the first few months. If you want to get in contact with me or follow the show on social media, it is at WhatExplainCast on Instagram and Twitter and WhatExplainPodcast on Facebook. If you want me to cover a particular topic, let me know about it. I'll be putting up a new episode every second Thursday, so feel free to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And be ready for the next one the minute it gets uploaded. For all the new listeners, welcome. And for those who stuck with the show... Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'll talk to you all in a couple weeks. Stay safe.